Welcome to Vernacular Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Sally. And if you're used to hearing the pre-recorded message at the beginning of our episodes, that's not what this is. This is actually a bonus episode. To, so we don't have a topic for you today on what it means to be human, the art of being human. Instead, we're going to talk to one of our listeners and our most recent Patreon supporter. And a vernacular contributor. That's right, Joshua. And we'll run him through one of our famous, famous lightning rounds. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about just some other stuff that we've been up to lately, some book recommendations, podcasts, movies, things like that. It will all be in your favorite 20-minute time allotment. Yeah, don't worry. We're not going to ramble for too long and bore you. But did you know that you can support us on Patreon? That's exactly what Joshua did. And you can go to patreon.com slash vernacular. You can also uh, navigate there from our website, vernacularpodcast.com. So if you like what we're doing, if you like hearing us talk about the art of being human, you want to support us in that, You can become do. a patron of Vernacular. That's right. And as a patron, there are a variety of levels of giving. Yeah. And one of them allows you to receive a batch of Zach's famous chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. So we sent one of those to Joshua, and he's currently enjoying them. We ho- well, we hope he is. Them. We, we should ask him. Well, he said he was, just slowly. That's true. He did text Because they're us. so rich they're and rich. delicious. Yeah. yeah. My philosophy on chocolate chip cookies is that you basically need to have it be chocolate held together by a little bit of dough. So we'll have to check in with him and see if they have they have ranked as high as we hope that they have right. in his chocolate chip cookie experience yeah. of life. <laughs> we'll get to that. Hello. Hey, Joshua. Hello. Great to hear from you. How are Zach, you doing? Sally. Good to hear your voices. Yeah, likewise. Uh, it's been a while. So to our listeners who haven't heard Joshua on the podcast in a while, Joshua is one of our earliest contributors to the podcast. And even though we've kind of taken the podcast in a different editorial direction, and we've had our contributors on a lot less. He remains near and dear to our hearts as a strong supporter of the podcast and our most recent Patreon supporter. So Joshua, thanks for your Patreon support. Absolutely. Now, as a Patreon supporter, you're entitled to get a custom batch of my chocolate chip cookies did you did you receive those in the mail i have already eaten eaten 85 percent of those cookies oh, and that's, that's what we like to hear my housemate and his girlfriend and newest spread around the neighborhood they're incredible awesome they're good. way too rich but they're incredible yeah they're designed to be really rich i mean like you're supposed to really have one or two in a sitting but they're good enough that sometimes that rule gets broken so I mean, if you can yeah. if you can handle more than tuna sitting, then go for go it. Go for it, yeah, absolutely. Well, Joshua during also, sorry, go an ahead. Average, uh, yeah, just during an average episode of Westworld, I probably consumed two and a half cookies. So okay, a little too much. Perfect. That's 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 okay. I think Westworld is a two point five cookies type of type of show, <laughs> so I think you're fine there. Absolutely. Hey, so also as a Patreon supporter, you get to uh, come on and do a lightning round with us. So um, if you're ready to go, we can get that started, but. Actually, let me let me back up. I since it's been so long since you've been on the podcast, I want you to give our listeners like a thirty to sixty second update about what you're doing in the world right now. Because I know you're involved in some pretty cool stuff, and if you could talk about that, that'd be great. Um. Yeah. So, short version is, um, actually largely through meeting your very first guest on your first podcast ever, uh, Danny Lahey. Yeah. Um. I met a great friend of his from their time together in England, and um, I now work for that gentleman, um, who I have a lot in common with, 
and we are building several programs for pre-professional students. So if you are an American pre-law, pre-business, or pre-med student, we have thousands of you going uh, all over the country, or sorry, to 12 different countries this summer, all over the world, um, and those are through our startup companies, um, which are academic fellowships that place you in high-impact projects with consulting firms, law firms, and hospitals, uh, where you can actually shadow um, patients. So, obviously, it's near and dear to my heart, given my healthcare background, and I love empathizing with other people who have been in those same intense places uh, where I was. So, that's my life. I love it. Now, this umbrella organization is called Saffron Ventures, and if our listeners are interested in knowing a little bit more about that, where can you, uh, where can they find that? Absolutely. SaffronV.com is uh, where we have most of the information, um, but the best thing to do if you're ever interested or want to know more is to get in touch um, with me directly, uh, joshua.p at SaffronV.com, or uh get connected to me through Zach and Sally. Yeah, we'd be happy to put any of our listeners in touch. Uh, well, thanks for that, Joshua. It sounds like you're doing some cool stuff. And uh, I actually know, I mean, since you're a friend of mine, I know a little bit more about what you're doing. And it, it is pretty cool stuff. So if our listeners want to check out Saffron Ventures, go to saffronv.com. And with that, Joshua, if you are ready to get started on the lightning round, I think we're ready to go. Let's do it. All right, I'm going to let Sally take it, t- take the first one here. All right, and all our listeners all right. know, I think, that we start with the Famous question, butter or olive oil? So, Joshua, butter or olive oil? Ooh, butter. Um, I'm a southern boy at heart, so it has to be more butter, the better. Okay. I like it. Uh, you know, it, that's one of those questions where I really think there's no wrong answer. Like, no. I, I feel like <laughs> some people have said olive oil, and I'm like, oh, right on. And then other people say butter, and I think, oh, right on. I know. It, it is. I love them both I do, too much. I do, too. It's, it's kind of a tough question to choose either or. Okay. Uh, here's a nice softball for you, Joshua. My cookies, the ones that I mailed you for being a Patreon supporter, or any other kind of cookies. There's one right answer and one wrong answer. Definitely the Crippin cookies. Yes. They were sitting right beside Oreos and Cosmic Brownies in the cabinet, and your cookies got consumed first. Awesome. Great. All right. All right. So these are two different meal replacement powders. And I know that you've at least tried one of them. <laughs> so, Huel or Soylent? I drank Soylent for about two and a half years. And oh, wow. I have not heard of that other one. So, I'm going to go with Soylent. Okay. okay. $100 million milkshake. <laughs> All right. Now, I happen to know that you're a cryptocurrency investor. Bitcoin or Ethereum? Ethereum, 100%. Today, right. for Mother's Day doing arts and crafts with my family, I actually drew an Ethereum logo, and I'm going to send that to you. <laughs> All right. That's Sounds awesome. good. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Apple or Google? Given that Google's earliest model was don't be evil, um, and in light of all the data privacy concern stuff happening in the world today, and that I've read two books by the CEO of Google, and the director of people operations at Google in the last three months to inform my work, I'm going to go with Google. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, rain or shine? Shine, 100%. Rock or rap? 
Christian hip hop, aka rap. <laughs> All That's right. what I was born and raised on. Nice. All right. I know you're a podcast uh, aficionado as well, and there are some really good podcast networks out there. I'm not sure how much you consume from those networks. I have in mind two big ones, Gimlet and Panoply. So which one would you go with there? I listen to every season of Startup on the Gimlet podcast, nice. and I'm super excited for every new show they release. Yeah, good choice. I think I would go with Gimlet as well. Okay, D.C. or Colorado? You've lived in both and currently are in D.C. Oh, I'll take a summer home in both. <laughs> I like it. You, Sally, you're ripping my heart in two. I can't choose between <laughs> those two places. That's ever. what this lightning round is all about. I can't snowboard at all here in D.C., so let's say Colorado. <laughs> all right, Joshua, I know that with Saffron Ventures, you've done some pretty cool things taking students abroad. And one of those yeah. places is Cuba. I think another was was the Azores or the Canary Islands. Uh, just the Canary Islands. Canaries, and okay. Verde and Cuba. Yep. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a three a three choice lightning round question then. Cuba, the Canary Islands, or Cape Verde? Uh, Canary Islands has a special place in my heart because I actually visited for the first time six years ago. I have a cousin and aunt who live there on the island. So when I was studying abroad in Morocco, I went to visit them, and it was like coming full circle to five years later, bring students back there with me and help them participate in the same love of 80 degree beaches in January. Oh, nice. All right. I know you have a lot of energy and you're kind of a competitor at heart, but I don't actually know if you've done either of these, but would you rather compete okay. in a marathon or a Tough Mudder? Wait, didn't you run a marathon in like bare feet? I have done a marathon. Okay. It was March 20th 2011 and i can't forget it because as zach suggested uh yes it was somewhat painful because it was barefoot oh. and i was rehabbing from a knee injury so it was actually good for me at the time but it took me five hours and 11 minutes to finish this marathon which is a terrible time but um i made it through and i've checked one off the list so never done a tough mutter that does sound painful. <laughs> Hats off to you for that. All right. Now, uh, I know you did your bachelor's degree at Emory, and you went to Georgetown Medical School for a little bit before you decided to seek greener pastures. So if you're choosing between Georgetown and Emory, final question, what's your choice? Mm, also uh, tearing my heart in two. Uh, this weekend is Emory's commencement. Um and it's hard to believe how far I am from it, but I have so many memories there and would love to spend more time in Atlanta, so I'm going to go with Emory. Okay. That's the last lightning round question we have, Joshua. So, uh, Boom. Yeah. Awesome. You nailed it. You scored 100% somehow. <laughs> Everybody always gets it right, as long as they get the cookie question right. I mean, that's kind of the only one you can actually score a zero on, but other than that, perfect score for you, so good job. Thanks the so much for chatting Trump with us. Card. I appreciate it. Yeah, I love you guys. Big supporter of what you do. I don't know how many other people have found you all or ever used the Patreon website, but I was skimming through and had heard of it again recently because Jordan Peterson is doing a lot of his fundraising on there. And then your guys actually popped up as a suggestion. I don't wow. know how that works, but 
I had no idea that um, you all had even started this yet because, unfortunately, I've grown lax in my audio consumption. Um, But as soon as I saw that and as another way to support you guys, I thought I'd jump right out of it. So I hope everyone else goes there, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash, what is it? Vernacular. Slash vernacular. Perfect. And I love that C.S. Lewis quote that you all launched this whole thing with, that the ultimate test of a man is whether he can speak the vernacular. That's what we strive to do in our business world every day and to help students with their education. And I love that you all are doing this as well, promoting human flourishing in every area we can find it. Well, thanks so much, Joshua. And thanks for listening and being a regular listener. And if you're a little bit behind lately, don't worry, but we we're in the middle of a great season. This episode is kind of an aberration from that, and we're doing it as a bonus episode. But our current season has been on the art of being human. And each episode, we take 20 minutes and break down some aspect of what it means to be human. Human. So it's been a really good conversation, and uh, we hope to have you back on the show sometime too, soon. Perfect. Considering that Westworld is like the anti-art of being human, I need to hit pause on that and get into your show yeah, on the definitely. art of being human. We can, uh, <laughs> we can send you some more cookies so you can get through two and a half cookies per uh, vernacular episode, too. <laughs> I would never turn those down. Thank you all so much for speaking and for your time. Well, that was fun catching up with Joshua. What should we talk about now in our remaining few minutes here, Sally? Okay, so briefly, I think we haven't done kind of an, a media update episode in a while. Right. So how about we each name one podcast that we're listening to currently, Okay. one book that we're reading or article that we've read, and one TV show or movie that we've watched or are watching now that we're enjoying. Okay, sounds good. You want me to give all three right now or it'll just go like podcasts and then we'll go to books? Yeah, let's alternate. Okay. And then to top it off, we'll say what our current obsession is, not media related. Okay, sounds good. So I'll start? Okay, yeah. Podcast? Okay, so the podcast that I've been listening to lately, well, first of all, let me back up. I'm a big sports fan. I listen to a lot of the Ringer Podcast Network's podcasts. They have a lot of podcasts, some about sports, some not about sports. And the latest one that I've been listening to is a joint uh, venture by the Ringer Podcast Network and Major Domo Media, and it is the Dave Chang Show. And if you haven't heard of Dave Chang, you should. He's a chef and restaurateur in America who's opened up some really popular and hit restaurants in New York and Washington, D.C. If you've, if you've heard of Momofuku, that's what he's behind. But his newest one is called Major Domo, and it's in Los Angeles. And the Dave Chang Show so far... Um, is basically the story of him talking about what it's like to be in the restaurant industry as a restaurateur, as a chef. He talks about his creative process. He talks about just the business of running a restaurant. I mean, he even gets as granular as talking about profit margins and table reservations and stuff, but it's all very fascinating. And in this, he also weaves some stories about his own struggles with mental health, which we've talked about on this podcast before. Not Yeah, he's very honest. Right, not in reference to Dave Chang. We've talked about it. We've just talked about mental health. and Yeah, he's honest about how his most recent restaurant in New York failed. Right. Um, so yeah, it, there are only three episodes in, but I agree, it's it's a great show. Yeah. So that would be my recommendation. Mine is the Trader Joe's podcast, which is only I think it was five episodes long. So it, I very quickly you know binged it, but it was so fun. It was so fun to hear about how they choose their products and how they open stores and the charity work that they're doing. And are they coming out with more, or is it just stopping? I at think it six, was just kind of a in 
you know, a five episode ad for Trader Joe's sort of. Okay, gotcha. But if I didn't love Trader Joe's beforehand, I definitely love it more now that now that I've listened to that podcast. So I definitely recommend it, even if you just kind of like Trader Joe's or you're interested in business, or you're interested in the model of business that Trader Joe's practices. It's very fascinating. And yeah, they just they're doing admirable work and it's a fun place. It's very people oriented and um, they really care about their customers and their employees. Yeah, I can't say enough good things about Trader Joe's. I well, I think this this will probably resurface actually when we talk about current <laughs> obsessions. So uh, we'll get to that. Should we do books next? Sure. Okay. How about you go first on this one? Okay. So I'm reading a couple books recent right now. Um, the one that I'll mention is Anna Karenina, and this was on a list of books that you know people recommended that you read. And I also my sister read it and she recommended it. She said it was actually really fascinating. I picked it up from the library and was a little startled by the 800 plus pages, but I am trying it out. I'm 300 pages in and it really is very interesting. The writing is incredible. It's Tolstoy, so you can't go wrong there. The but characters it is are fascinating. 800 pages. It is 800 pages. So, it's a little daunting because I'm used to finishing wrapping up, you know, right. within the 300 to 500 timeline and even shorter than that sometimes. And so, I'm just I don't want to get bored, but I am trying to, you know, mix it up with other faster novels or nonfiction. And I just, I want to persevere. I want to finish it. And it is really interesting. So, and well done. If anyone can do it, you can. I've never seen <laughs> anybody persevere in books like Sally does. Thank it's you. impressive. Thank you. When I think it might said, take me a while though. When she said she was going to read Anna Karenina, I said, oh, I do hear that's really good. Maybe I'll read that with you. And then I found out how long it was <laughs> and I am not reading it with her. It'll be a feat, but it's on my list of things to do to read a book longer than 800 pages this yeah. year. So it's going to happen. Well, mine is a biography, actually. Those of you who've listened to every episode of Vernacular know that I like biographies. Our avid fans. Yeah. And the most recent one that I've read is Tiger Woods by uh, Jeff Benedict and uh, Amar Katian. And it is a fascinating portrait of someone who is one of the greatest athletes ever, certainly in the conversation for greatest ever, but someone who is racked by mental and spiritual emotional anguish for many reasons that range from his parents upbringing to his sex addiction and it's a it's a really gripping and riveting story of an american icon in tiger woods and it's a really i think revealing examination too of the human person so i think it fits really well with the theme of this show vernacular and in fact I'm happy to announce that we're going to be airing a two-part discussion about this book uh, on this channel and uh, on our third string channel as well. So keep an eye out for that coming out in the near future. But that's what I've been reading recently. It was very good. I highly recommend the book. Yeah, I think I might actually try it because it definitely it doesn't sound too sporty for me. No, that I would definitely get bored. not. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be a sports fan to appreciate it at all. I think you just have to be a fan of the human person and and. In a strange way, you realize how terrible some of the things that Tiger Woods have done are, but you also kind of you you kind of feel for him. You sympathize. He has had you know. I think you could look at him and say this is an athlete who's grossed over a billion dollars in his life. How can you feel bad for him? He had it all. He threw it away. He cheated on his wife. All that is true, but it's also true that this is a a man who's incredibly broken physically, and mentally, and emotionally, and spiritually, and. Uh, it's just it's just a sad uh, it's a sad story. He's trying to mount somewhat of a comeback now, and I I wish him the best as he does that. 
um, but definitely recommend the book. All right, TV show or movie? I will go with my TV show. Okay. Um, so, which we had to compare notes because all our shows and movies we watched together. Right. Yeah. So, one of the most recent shows that we finished that we both enjoyed finally at the end was the first season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes. And it was slow going at first. We just had a hard time appreciating the characters, the storyline, and it was hard to get into it. But we persevered and because everyone was raving and we finished it and we were definitely hooked by like the second to last episode and then it ended and now i don't know when the second season's going to come out but i highly recommend it yeah i think that we found out they just started filming this oh second yeah season so in it's going to take a while yeah yeah it'll probably be a year but the people who i guess wrote it and directed it are the same people who did gilmore girls so if you like gilmore girls in in terms of their character relationships and the fast-paced dialogue and just how like quick-witted the characters are um, you definitely get that in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I would describe it as Sorkin-esque. Yes, for sure. It, Same it thing. It yeah. sounds and feels like an Aaron Sorkin movie. Yeah, it's just very fast-paced. The dialogue is very quick, and um, it's it's fun. But, it, it, I mean, it's, it's really interesting to just see this woman's life kind of evolve. Yeah. And her, you know, it's about a woman who becomes a comedian in a time when there aren't many female comedians. Yeah. Well, I'm going to jump off on that real quick and just give a shout-out to Molly's Game, which is a movie that we saw recently. It's not the one I was going to mention here, but I mentioned Aaron Sorkin, and Aaron Sorkin directed Molly's Game, and it has that classic Sorkin style, and Jessica Chastain's performance is... Fantastic. Fantastic. She's one of my favorite actresses. Just incredible to watch. Very strong female lead and very compelling female character in Molly's Game. Reminds me of the Tiger Woods story because exactly. she had a very domineering I think father. there are lots of parallels. And she just went off kind of into left field with her life, um, kind of in response to him. Well, and there's this, this constant drive to be the best at what, at what she, she does. does. And it's the Whatever same exact it is, thing with Tiger even Woods. Even if it's yeah. illegal. So I recommend that movie. I was going to mention American Made, which was not really on my radar until we rented it on Amazon Instant Video last week. But it was a really fun Tom Cruise. Tom, you know Tom. I would say it's one of the best Tom Cruise movies. I didn't I've think seen. he was doing anything good these days, so I was kind of surprised. <laughs> I was like, oh, so harsh. He's, he's just so harsh. He's I don't know expired. <laughs> um, yeah, I would I would put it up with Mission Impossible, uh, the original Mission Impossible. In terms of Tom Cruise's best work, I, I, thought, I thought it was really pretty good. Depressing, but I did think it was well done. Well, what was really amazing is that it was a true story. So I don't want to give away too much, but it's the story of a pilot who ends up being recruited by the CIA to run some covert operations in South America or Latin America, and ends up, uh, shall we just say, having his moral compass uh, dis- disoriented <laughs> in the process. Uh, it's it's good work. Yeah, he may or may not be working for. Well, don't don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> okay, and then do you have a non-media related contemporary preoccupation or current obsession? Current obsession. Um, you know, I'll go back to our Trader Joe's point. So ah, yes, I'm a big fan of breakfast cereal, and mostly not for breakfast. Actually, like midday snack, midnight snack. You know, any time of day snack. Any time of day. Except I really probably have cereal the least in the mornings, you know, which is, which is yeah. odd. Yeah, but <laughs> I love breakfast cereal at any time other than breakfast. And I really like simple breakfast cereals. So lately, my favorite has been Bran Flakes by Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. The Trader Joe's brand Bran Flakes. And I know I probably sound like a 75-year-old man with a malfunctioning colon because, you know, I need my Bran Flakes every day. But they're but so good. all Bran. No. Yeah. Uh, they're really good, though. I love them. And just, you know, get them with 
milk, especially whole milk, because we have whole milk in the house since our girls <laughs> drink whole milk. And so, yeah, I fill up a bowl with that whole Can't milk and wrong. chow down on some bran flakes. Delicious. Sometimes I'll mix in other cereals with them. Like um, the Trader Joe's has like a cinnamon toast crunch uh, knockoff called cin- uh, Crunchy Cinnamon Squares. And I mixed them last night. That was pretty good. Yeah, it's so, good when you get like a good neutral base to mix with other cereals. Oh, definitely, yeah. Now we just that. have to hope that Trader Joe's never decides to right. get rid of them. Well, because I was shopping there two weeks ago, or I get, last week, I guess, and they weren't there, and I was scared that they had discontinued their brand flakes. But then I went back this week, and they were there, but I think I'm not the only one who likes brand flakes because they were like almost gone from the shelf. I had That's to, good. They were on the bottom shelf, and I had to like reach my hand back to the back of the bottom shelf because... They were not there. No, that's good because the podcast said that the reason why they get rid of things is either because they're seasonal and they're making room for the new stuff. People vote with their wallets. they need to get the new things. And yes, if people are not yeah. voting with their money, then they're going to get rid of the stuff that people aren't well, buying. Well, I bought two boxes of brand flakes, so I voted with my money. <laughs> good. That's what you have to do. I would say my other current obsession is kombucha. Maybe this isn't quite to the level of current obsession, but you got well, me since you've some- you've only had two. You got me some- lo- Well, I've had kombucha before that, sure. but this past week, but you got me two- But it could be an obsession. It could be. I would say if, yeah, if they weren't $2.50 per drink, it would yeah. be a current obsession for sure. But because we have this really good locally sourced uh, kombucha here called Buddha's Brew and oh, it's so good. They have a ginger flavor. They had a peach mint flavor that you got for me. Oh, so they had a turmeric flavor that we tried at Whole Foods and um, I love that stuff. It's so good. A little bit of carbonation. <laughs> it's like a mild soda that's not as sweet. And yeah, I'm a big fan. But anyway, what are your current obsessions? Uh, Okay, so this is like a long time in coming. So it's not exactly current, but I guess since August, I've been um, a patron of Glossier, which is a skincare makeup company. I just get one item from them and it's called Boybrow. And for all of our male listeners, you're just going to tune this out right now. But I highly recommend this gel. It is a brow gel and you can get it in clear or black or brown. And basically it's supposed to like make your brows stand out more and possibly increase their color, shape them, you know, all those things that you want to do with your eyebrows, which I never knew I needed to do. But when I turned 30 in August, I was like, I'm going to do this. So that is the one makeup product I own besides face lotion. And I use it pretty much every day. So I don't know why I've not mentioned it on the show yet, but I definitely need to. And I need to tell everyone because I have been telling everyone you need to get this. Uh, Yeah, I think that's my obsession. That's a good one. I mean, your, I never thought your eyebrows needed it, but your eyebrows look exceptional. <laughs> Thank you so much. Is this something like, I mean, I know that this is marketed towards women, but like this is something that guys could use, right? Oh, if, totally. I mean, they have clear. You don't have to. If guys like, feel like their eyebrows, eyebrows need a little bit more like, robustness. Sure. Yeah. yeah. If you okay. have patchy eyebrows like I do, then. <laughs> so how does the clear work? Is it? It's just shaping, shaping and okay. molding. So it's, you know, they're going to stay in place. And you oh. can shape them how you want. Oh, it's them. like it's like literally like a hair gel. It's yes. like an eyebrow right. hair gel. Exactly. Oh, I could definitely use yeah. that sometimes. Because... My eyebrows are patchy, but they're also crazy, and so yeah. I can shape them and put them in place. Do you ever get one of those crazy eyebrow hairs that's just like totally doing its own thing and like it's like sticking out from your face? Because I get those all the time. Yeah, yeah, I have to like yank those out and yeah. Glossier probably, for men. I'm I, sure that's a thing. I, it must be. It must be. <laughs> I need some eyebrow hair gel. Well, now that our listeners know way more about our faces than they ever wanted to um anything else we're going to talk about today no i think we probably run out of time (laughs) (laughs) and topics um okay well that's it for tonight
And Next week, we'll be back with regularly scheduled programming, sort right. of. Sort of. With The Crown. Yeah. We're excited for that that conversation that we brought on a couple of our contributors to talk about season two of The Crown. So it's kind of a, a long overdue recap slash analysis of season two of The Crown. So if you haven't seen season two yet, or you're maybe a few episodes away from finishing it, go ahead and do that now before our next episode comes out. So I think that's it. Yep. Check us out, vernacularpodcast.com. Like I mentioned before, patreon.com slash vernacular, Twitter and Instagram at vernacularpod, or Zach and Sally at vernacularpodcast.com. Until next time, thanks for listening to Vernacular Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Sally. Have a great week. I'm by